custom live streaming service now that we're doing. You guys seeing us come up on uh, on YouTube? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks like we're live on there. Perfect. I'm gonna, I'm yep, gonna I just this. got the notification. All right. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Finally slightly insane. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm the same. It's uh I, yeah, I can't wait for life to return to normal. <laughs> Kids, I tell you. Yep. All right. Well, I, I think David's gonna be joining us soon, but we'll go ahead and get started. I'm sure uh our listeners were just chomping at the bit uh because we were a little bit late trying to figure out some new tech. And yes. uh but yeah. Happy to be here, guys. Uh, my second episode I've made since uh, since being Yay! back. I had to miss last week, and I, I might be a every other episode kind of guy for a while. Hey, that's um, okay. We're just happy to have you back. Happy to be here. So today, uh, let me see. We're on episode one hundred and sixty. Man, time time is flying by. Uh, so today we're going to cover um, productivity hacks for building websites uh, at home. So. While you're at home trying to focus, trying to like, you know, build websites and finish projects, we're going to share with you some of our uh, productivity hacks because most of us are accustomed to working at home uh, with a bunch of chaos and stuff anyway. So I'd say we're a little, little qualified for this, uh, this topic. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. And we may even yeah. sneak in some Divi specific productivity hats, hacks that don't necessarily have anything to do with working at home, but if we're talking about productivity, why not, right? Exactly. That's right. Yeah, I've had heaps of people talking to me since like the change with everyone working from home and kind of saying, oh my gosh, it's so crazy trying to work from home. And I'm like, I'm all over that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been doing that part for ages. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bit's not the hard bit for me. But I do think for a lot of people, like, oh my gosh, that would just be so intense. Like not only having to learn to work from home, but learning to teach kids from home, like, that's the part that's stressing me out, but I'm already used to working from home. I've already had my spouse working next to me from home for the last almost year now. So, yeah, or six months, I don't know. And so like, I'm already used to those things. Imagine having to adjust to all of those things all at one time. Like, I think it's really full on for some people. It, so it's I feel very yeah. fortunate that yeah. I've already adjusted to both of those things. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, maybe let's, let's do our uh, standard uh, intros maybe for, some first-time listeners, so uh, they're not wondering who the heck we are. And um, so, Sarah, how's it going? Hi, I'm Sarah Oates, Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Mind you, during ISO, I haven't been on socials very much. So, yeah, I've barely posted, barely looked at it. Remember to look at Facebook maybe once a day. So, I'm a bit. I think that's been my like reaction to ISO is I've gone quite off social media, which probably is, I don't know, counterintuitive, but anyway, you'll find me there and it will probably uh, notify me. Maybe it's, it's probably a good thing. It's uh, gotten a little yeah. crazier than usual uh, right, yeah. right now. So I, I just kind of mentally tune things out that I, that I see. Yeah. Well, very good to see you, Sarah. Tim, how's it going, man? You got the uh, the quarantine hair going on like me, buddy. I know. I got the, <laughs> the quarantine beard, COVID-19 beard. I got the straggly hair going too. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's going well. Happy to be here. So for those- Your, uh, your, your COVID beard is like like mine, like uh, after I tr trim it super short. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Which I just did this morning. I turned it down because I was looking very scraggly. Nice. Yeah. I just look a little bit homeless, like, like a beach bum, just greasy. It just, it doesn't come in super full, but, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll get there, Tim. You'll get there. I'm I'll sorry. get there in due time. <laughs> in due time. Just um, drink some black coffee. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for those who don't know me, my name is Tim Streifler, uh, and you can find me online at divilife.com, which is where my Divi plugins, child themes, and tutorials are, wpgears.com, where I have a Divi business expert course with my good friend, David Blackman, who may be popping in here soon. And then uh, timstreifler.com for my client services business. Um, but yeah, this is a great topic. I think we can all kind of relate to as we mentioned in the beginning, uh, the three of us have been working from home for a while now. However, we know for a lot of people in our community, as well as outside of our community, it's kind of new and all happening at once. So this will be, I think, a fun topic to kind of share our tips and strategies for being productive at home. Awesome. I like it. All right. Well, uh, I'm Corey Jenkins. Uh, you can find me at Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space. And um, yeah, like uh, like we were all saying, I've been uh, self-employed and working from home uh, probably for the past six years. Um, prior to that, I had a, uh, I, I wouldn't really call it a, a corporate job, but a, more of a formal job uh, as a web developer at a local radio group. And before that I was self-employed, but I was working from an office and uh, you know, so, so that's a little bit different just getting up in the morning and uh, having to put pants on and, and go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but since we can't do that right now, that's why we're having this, this episode. Um, so Tim, uh, I, I know this is kind of an odd thing to define, but you've already been called out as a master. <laughs> so it is essential. Do you want to define product productivity hacks? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about things that have helped us be more productive working at home, um, especially obviously uh, with being at home, but also being at home with family uh, because everyone's kind of on lockdown and stuff. Um, and then also we're going to talk about some tips that are more specific to web designers that are on the computer and then uh, even Divi as well. Some, some things that can help us uh, when building Divi websites. So yeah, productivity is the art of getting more done. That's my, that's my official definition. <laughs> Getting more done in less time. In less time. Exactly. And, and I say art very intentionally because there is an art to it. There's a science to it, but there's also an art to it. So mm. yeah. yeah. And hacks kind of seems to be like a recent trendy term for things that I think mm -hmm. is, is often um, misused. It's like, you know, you watch all these YouTube videos and there's like hacks for different things. Like my, uh, my like six year old hacks. son. Yeah. Life hacks. It, yeah. So my six-year-old son came to me the other day and he goes, her, he goes, dad, sometimes he calls me Corey. He goes, you know what my favorite life hack is? Like you can put sugar in your hand and light it on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, how's that a life hack? Like, like what kind of life hack is that? How does that improve your life? But that's, oh, that's that's does that not burn your hand? I, apparently from what he says, it like doesn't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't let him try it obviously. And uh, on that front, the other day, I heard you can put Smarties on a on a plate that's wet and the colors will never bleed into each other. There you go. Fun really? kid hacks. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we might have to do an episode where I uh, light my hand <laughs> on fire and Sarah puts Smarties on a plate. We'll see. That's right. Nice. I look forward to it. <laughs> so yeah, so I think I think a hack should be uh, you know very specific, yeah. uh, you know to you know to, to to the other other part of it, whether it's life or or work or or whatever. And it's um, it's basically just like you know tips and ad advice um, that we're giving. So yeah, and I guess what what we're talking about is what works for us. And I think one of the things I've learned over the years is. You just kind of have to know yourself, which sounds really like woo-woo and kind of stupid, but in some ways it's true. So yeah. you have to kind of know what things distract you, what things help you, when's the best time to work. Like you kind of have to know that for yourself. So we're going to talk about the things that help us. Some of them might work for you, but some of them you'll be like, that would make me go insane if I did that thing. So I think kind of one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that people can tell me all these different things that work for them, but until I try it and until I actually assess for myself, whether it works, um, you know, I'm never going to know what actually works for me. And sometimes that takes time and maybe you don't have time because you're only working from home for the next, who knows how long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that is, that's the essence of it is you have to know yourself and be able to read yourself as you try stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to, um, go out on the limb and, and say that I, I, I have a feeling that a lot of people that are newly working from home kind of as a, uh, indirect result of that, their sleep habits and kind of overall sleep quality has declined. Um, and I think that there's a lot, those two play off of each other, like working from home oh, sure. effectively, and then also sleep effectively go hand in hand. And so I feel like over the last several years, I've kind of refined that process where I'm able to be productive and have really good sleep habits. And I'll definitely be happy to share what I've kind of figured it out over the past five, six years or so since I've been working at home. Because I think if you do it wrong, both will affected negatively where you won't yeah. be active on the work side and you'll have terrible sleep habits. And so, yeah excited to get into that too. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, I, I, I said, let's kind of start with like what our situation is like, you know, at home and, you know, maybe some of the challenges and, and maybe, um, yeah, maybe, maybe sleep is a, is a good place to start to me. Like there's two very important things to working from home. One is yeah, sleep and trying to get that routine down. And the other one is your morning routine, what you do, like when you wake up, what you do right after you wake up and how that kind of plays into the, to the rest of your day. So Sarah, Sarah, do you want to start? I know you've uh, got, got a couple kids at home. And as you mentioned, your spouse, I, do. I have two kids. So I've got a, six, a seven year old and a almost 11 year old, a couple of weeks away. Um, and then my husband at home. So there's the four of us. Um, we live in a fairly small house. So it's just like a three bedroom house with two living spaces. My husband and I work right next to each other. So we have like a little spot. This is our living room behind us. Um, and so we work here every day. Normally the kids are at school, but obviously they're not at the moment. But yeah, we live in a fairly small house. And I think there are great things about that. And there are challenges with that. Um, obviously the challenges come in the form of uh, two people try to work. My husband's company, there's three of them and they talk online all day. 
So all day they are talking to each other as if it's a virtual office. And so for me, that was a massive adjustment because I was used to being here by myself. I could do videos whenever I wanted to. I could like talk on the phone whenever I wanted to. And all of a sudden that was a very big adjustment. So um, I've got tips in terms of that part of it. Um, but then you, we've got kids at home at the moment and they're on school holidays at the moment, which is much easier than when they're about to start back at school next week. So that will be much more challenging. But that's my situation. Were we starting with that? Yeah, I think that's good. So, so your kids are going back to school next week. Ours are out like mm -hmm. for the rest of the remainder of the yeah, school year. Yeah, because you guys have like summer, summer break don't you yeah yeah no yeah. we just had easter holidays which is just a it's normally two weeks but we had three weeks um okay. this time and so they start back online uh from next week and so okay. we did one week of that before school uh broke up and it was the most stressful week i've had for a really long time and i am not looking forward to it but i think the school will be more involved um mm -hmm in term two. So I don't know what that will look like, but I'm very nervous about that phase because managing, because like my seven-year-old can't focus for more than 20 minutes. So that means me getting up every 20 minutes and redirecting him to a new activity every 20 yeah. minutes. And that's incredibly distracting. So that will be interesting in, you know, the coming weeks. Yeah. yeah. Tim. Awesome. Yeah. So a couple things that I've learned kind of my routine for working at home is one is it's getting up early. Um, and in order to do that effectively to where you're actually productive, you have to go to bed early. Um, again, as Sarah mentioned in the beginning, everyone's a little bit different, right? So what works for me might not be what works for everyone else, but I found that I'm most productive in the morning. And so for me, that that means starting early. And so I'm, uh, my, how routine, early do you start Tim? Well, the normal routine is wake up at six and I'm working, I make breakfast and everything coffee. And then I'm working by like between seven 15 and seven 30. Um, that's my, so you don't have routine. kids yet, do you? No, not yet, but that's going to change <laughs> mid August. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was going to say, say goodbye to you, say goodbye to your sleep schedule. Right, exactly. Um, and also a morning schedule, like being able to get up at six and start by 7.15 sounds amazing. Right, for sure. Um, and so I'm most productive the early morning hours. And then so I'll usually just because I, I have to eat every few hours. So I'll, I'll basically eat, sec I call it second breakfast at like <laughs> 10.30 or so, maybe 11. And then that means I don't have to like break for that's like a quick snack. And then I don't have to break for lunch until like two or later sometimes. Wow. Um, so then that like, basically what I'm doing is I'm stretching out that morning time, which is my most productive to be as long as possible. And then, um, and then I break for lunch and then, uh, take my dog for like a, a hike. And so then that's my exercise. And if I don't do that, my afternoon is just trashed. But if I do that, that gives me the energy to then come back and work and, and be productive and stuff. So that's, that's kind of like my, my daily routine, but, um, a couple of habits that I think, um, anyone can basically do is, is having a separate workspace. Cause when you work from home, there's a lot of like mental psychological things of like working and resting. And so if you blend the two too much, it can like 
uh, and there's science behind this. This isn't me just making it up just to be clear, but like, there's some psychological differences where you won't be as productive if you're like working where you sleep or you're working where you relax. And so having a separate workspace where all you do is work in that space, um, has been proven through studies that you're, you're a lot more uh, productive. And so not everyone can have the benefit of like a separate office, but like having a desk and your desk is where you work and it might be right next to where you relax, but it's still like, that's your workplace. And we're sitting there, you're working. And then when you're not, you're not working. And yeah, so which is what I, I've, I've got never, here. I've never understood how people like, do it like from bed. I'm like, how, how do you work from bed? Yeah. That's I think a lot like of people Leslie Bernal. Have this, yeah. They have that glorious idea. I'm going to work from home and I'm just going to sit on the couch all day and watch TV while I do my work and, you know, but probably not the most, most productive way to do your work. It, it does sound, it does sound glamorous and, and nice. <laughs> De definitely ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So, um, oh, geez, I'm, I'm so thrown off, uh, my schedule right now. Um, we, we have a four month old who was, who was born and he had a birth defect. And, um, so our, our lives have been like chaos the past few months. Um, but I, I feel like I'm finally like somewhat settling back into a routine. So we have a four month old, I have a six year old and a three year old, um, which are all difficult ages, uh, in and of, in and of themselves. But we're fortunate in that, uh, my wife doesn't have to work. She's able to help out with a company and she's home with the kids, but, uh, God bless her. She's, you know, definitely overwhelmed, um, at times. So I try to like, try to adjust my schedule to, um, you know, to help her out as, as much as we can. I'm obviously in my own office. I have a dedicated office and I'm lucky it's like off the main part of the house. So like right behind me, behind that door is our garage. So you have to actually go into the garage and then through another door to get into my office. So I can like lock the garage door so the kids don't come out and start knocking on the door. Cause otherwise if I don't, you know, I'm going to get like that, um, you know, that CNN news anchor guy who had his kid <laughs> to the office. I love that. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Which actually I was on, I was, uh, zooming with David. I think it was week before last. And my three-year-old comes in like buck naked, barging into the office. And I'm like, <laughs> Thank goodness I wasn't on with the client, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's hilarious. Would find that somewhat funny. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, de definitely, you know, sleep's, it, sleep's important. Um, I, I get an early start to the day and I, I'm trying to get to my, uh, to my desk by like seven 30. Um, but you know, with kids and the, in the morning chaos, uh, sometimes it's difficult and like, you'll be up for like a couple hours and like just running, you know, running around like crazy. And, you know, I'm at least at my desk by eight, very rarely am I at my desk, um, past like 8 AM. Um, but yeah, we, we have kind of a large, uh, team. So some days I'll wake up to like, you know, 50 messages in Slack of like, you know, there's a server issue and, you know, we're working on this and, you know, we've got people kind of all around the world that are on at different time zones. Um, so that's, that's kind of chaotic, uh, managing that. And, and we can jump back into that a little bit, I guess, when we get into some hacks, but, um, yeah, so that that's that's kind of my situation, and and we can kind of dig back into different aspects of it. Um, you know, when I didn't kind of realize we were doing our tips. routines before, so I didn't actually say what I do today. Yeah, Oops. well, let's hear um, it. You, you can kind of start. And... I um I don't have the luxury of starting that early. It sounds amazing. 
Um, but in general, I don't get to start until about nine in the morning. So in the morning, what I'll generally do is when I wake up, I will check for emails just in case there's something urgent. And of course I can go deal with something urgent if I need to, but I would say 99% of the time, there's nothing I have to do straight away. And I know that I can just come back to it at nine. But in the mornings, it's all about, you know, getting the kids ready for school or for the day, everyone having breakfast, like there's chaos in the house. Um, I often try to clean up the house for about half an hour in the morning. And so when the kids were at school, our routine was that my husband would take the kids to school. And during that kind of half an hour from 8.30 till 9, I would clean up the house. And the idea with that is I, this is one of the things I know myself, I function better if the house is tidy. And that's just because when I see mess everywhere, it makes my head feel chaotic. And um, like there are times where I'm too busy to do that and I just have to shut the door and just try and put it out. But I try really hard to invest that time rather than just sitting down at my desk into cleaning the house because it makes me feel like I can function better. And then I start at nine. So yeah, I don't, I don't get to start earlier. I probably would benefit from starting a little bit earlier, but it just is better to get everybody sorted and then start the day. So that's yeah. the start of my day, just to catch up with me. Nine, nine's definitely to. not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best I can do, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, so that's, you know, so that would be one of my uh, starting tips is kind of knowing yourself in terms of your workspace. I do think having a separate workspace is really helpful. Um, and I definitely need a spot where I can come and see it. Sometimes it's good to have a break and like, you know, take your laptop to a different space just to like have a bit of a fresh, you know, if you're in a bit of a funk and it's not working properly. Um, I think sometimes moving to a different space can be really helpful. So if you have the luxury of using a laptop, then that's really great. Um, but yeah, I find starting my day with kind of sorting out where I'm at is the most helpful thing I can do. So cleaning up the house, and when I sit down at my desk, I um, go through my emails and just double check. Are there any things that have come up that I need to add to my list? I have a physical list that I write down. I have tried every digital app under the sun. And even though I may use a digital app for managing the broader parts of project management, I find having an actual physical planner in front of me where I can write down my priorities for the day. And then I highlight the top three for the day. Um, for me, that helps me and I give myself half an hour in the morning for that so that I can kind of say all right for this half an hour I'm going to read my emails I'm going to do whatever I need to do I'm going to get my head straight and then at 9 30 I can be like all right I'm going to tackle one of these tasks um, and I read that book uh, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy which we'll nice. link in the show notes actually I did the audio version of it um, but I found that one of the most helpful productivity books that I've listened to um and in that and, essentially and, and he talks the big about lessons like like take care of like the thing you're most dreading for the day yeah. first and so it's yeah. not weighing on your mind right yeah. and a lot of people like there's different theories right there's different theories of tackle your biggest thing first so that then you know you can do the little things around that afterwards and you feel like you've really achieved it and not putting it off because i think one of the biggest uh, deterrence to you getting stuff done is when you start procrastinating, which I think we'll come to in a second. But um, if you can tackle the big thing first, 
then, you know, you can feel like you've achieved and it kind of gets you on a roll. Other people have the theory, do a few small wins Mm -hmm. so that you get the few small wins going. So maybe you spend the first hour on the thing, anything that's going to take you less than uh, 10 minutes. And you just do a bunch of like these 10 minute tasks and knock all of these off. So then your mind is clear and then you can focus on the big things after. I think it's worth, for me, it depends on the day, which is going to be the most helpful. Um, sometimes I can tell I'm doing the small things because I really don't want to do the big thing. So I think you have to be self-aware enough to go, actually, this is just me procrastinating on this big thing, but sometimes it is helpful to have a few wins and then tackle the really big thing. So I think that one can vary. Um, but yeah, I find that the, the very most helpful is kind of knowing what do I have to get done today? If I can't do anything else, what is the most important thing? And then making sure that is a priority in my mind during the day. Yeah, I think I, I think I think difference. too the frog can really vary. For me, yeah. like um, the ones that really weigh in your mind and can really reduce your productivity if you don't tackle it right away, is like an upset customer or client. Um, yeah, you know, if if I have a client that's maybe upset and they send me an email, maybe I wake up to an email in the morning. I I've learned to just like take care of that right away. Because yeah, if nice. you don't, if you don't do it, it's going to be like just weighing in the back of your mind all day. It's not something that you can like, yeah. for me at yep. least. And then I'm yeah. like so unproductive. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to have to deal with this. Let's let's deal with it. I'll message it And it's going to be horrible way. whenever you deal with it, right? Like whether you do it now or whether you do it later, it's going to be awful. Like eating yeah, a frog and, is and disgusting. Your, yeah. And give your time, give yourself time to like think through it. You know, if it's something you got to think through yeah. and maybe do a little bit of research, but like try to take care of it as soon as possible during your day, because to me, then those little tasks, you're being more unproductive on. Um, but then there's the other frogs, like maybe, okay, today I got to do bookkeeping and I hate bookkeeping. That's a different type of frog. That's just like, you know, a task that you do that, you know, is kind of busy work, but you hate doing it. Um, yeah. I'm about you know, a year so. behind on my bookkeeping. <laughs> Tim, Tim's productivity hack just put yeah you, you think I'm exaggerating but that's actually 100% factual it's, it's easy to, to fall, <laughs> easy to fall behind on so yeah what um I, I know you mentioned digital apps Sarah do you have a favorite digital app for uh for productivity honestly I change all the time and that's probably part of the reason that none of them actually work like I've tried all of them I've tried Asana I've tried Todoist I've tried what's that Asana um competitor I've tried that one. Oh, uh I've, Plusha Mo- or Plusha Monday oh Monday yeah Plutio I call it Plutio um there was there's another one what were you saying Corey there's another one anyway um, it was like Monday the, or something like that. Or I haven't tried that yeah. one, but there, there's another one. I just can't remember the name of it, but it kind of came uh, Trello. Someone else is saying I have tried that. Like I have tried them all. The latest one I'm trying is called Aura, which is like, it's a total nobody in, in the game, but it works for my brain. And I think that's one of the ones with this thing. I think you have to look around at all the options work out how your brain works, pick one and then stick with that one. Because every time you change, you go through a process of spending hours changing everything over to the new app. And then you get all very excited about it. And then a few weeks down the track, like you don't keep up with it. And then it just doesn't work. For me, Aura works really well because um, it's kind of visual. You can do the card view, but um, there's just some good filters in it. It's it's pretty new and I don't know if it's going to survive. 
but I'm using it for my broad project management. So just keeping a track of when I've got multiple jobs on and where they're up to and just kind of keeping notes. I don't use it with Sophie. I, I technically have her in there so that I can assign stuff to her, but she doesn't use it because I didn't want to inflict yet another app on her to have to get her head around. So she just knows what she has to do. I know what I have to do, but I use Aura as my kind of broad. But really what I use is pen and paper and I find pen and paper the most effective thing I can do. And when I feel really overwhelmed, sometimes I get a big book and I just write everything down physically because I find for me, even though I love the idea of digital, physical works better in my brain. Um, but I understand that sometimes there are too many jobs to be able to do that. Um, and that's what I use Aura for. And then my email, I do use my email to be able to keep my head on track. And I use my email in two ways. One way is I do keep things in my inbox that I do need to do that day. But the other thing I do is I snooze emails. And so then they re-pop up. So if I've said to a client, if I've replied and said, yep, I'll do this Thursday, then I snooze that email to come back on Thursday. So I use that partly yeah. as a prompt for the, some of the things I need to do. And then it'll pop up on Thursday and on Thursday's list, I can write that down. Sure. What about for you guys? What do you use? Um, I use Asana for certain things, uh, like for example, managing my designers that just seems to work really well for those types of tasks. Um, my support team uses Trello a little bit, and then we use GitHub for logging major bugs. Um, and then Slack, Slack is like the ultimate communication tool. So that's yeah, like we where that everything actually. is kind of like the center hub of, of everything internally um and so yeah i think slack is absolutely uh, a great productivity tool um but i agree it with also sarah sometimes have the opposite uh of productivity like it yeah i, I can kind of go into that when i start talking about our team but yeah yeah um but i agree with sarah find something and stick with it because the more you get used to it the more productive you'll be with it and nothing will ever be perfect. Like no. you will always feel like something else is going to do it better and it won't. Like everything has a flaw. So you just have to accept whatever flaw in whatever one you pick because it yeah. will be there. Exactly. Yeah. But shiny object syndrome is very real and it's very mm -hmm. apparent when it comes to different tools and apps and uh, especially productivity because it, it, which yeah. is definitely there's some irony there you're trying to be more and productive. i don't know if it's like this for you guys but for me when i feel overwhelmed that is when i go looking for the new productivity apps because i just want to blame something else for my chaos like that everything feels so overwhelming there must be a better way to manage this it must be a new productivity app and that is when i go and that is the worst time because that's when i just need to go and get stuff done to get it out of my brain and then i will feel better much better than if I spend hours and hours and hours looking for and then testing all of these apps. It doesn't help anything ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely not like a shiny object kind of guy. Um, you know, just for me to like sit and like research apps for any, <laughs> it's hard, but you know, we've, we've settled into some, um, definitely settled into some at work. We, we do use Asana. And like Tim said, for us, it's more of a design type thing. We don't take on a lot of client projects, uh, web design projects nowadays, but if we do, um, that's pretty much mostly in Asana. We also use like Adobe uh, XD for, for mockups and stuff, and it's all kind of intertwined. So, so we find that Asana works well for 
um, kind of the bigger tasks. If we're launching a new product or a campaign um, that uh, on the graphic design and web copy side of things works really well for us uh, in, in, a, in Asana. Um, I, I think Sarah, you had a while back, like showing us some good tips in Asana that we, yeah. um, that, that we still use, um, which I got really in depth with Asana. Like I, I watched all of the videos, all the hack videos, and I worked out like you could, you could intertwine different projects together. And then you could have like an overall project that like pulled in information from other ones. I got very in depth and then I gave up on Asana. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how yeah, I roll I, I, I'm not in there a whole lot uh, anymore but um yeah so so kind of like Tim we we have the uh you know the graphic design the client the client marketing um side of things and then we also have the developer side which we, we use GitLab uh we found it for our site our, our size team and kind of some other features to be a little bit more uh cost effective I've seen a lot of developers lately like complaining about GitHub uh, after it, it was acquired by um, by Microsoft. Uh, so, so we use GitLab and we also use some of the reminder type features in there and assigning tasks to uh, not only our developers, but also to our support team who, for the most part, uh, Pablo or Alex are handling a lot of the documentation. So we've started using that for assigning documentation tasks. So we try to keep, try to keep Asana and the develop, like the, you know, marketing and development side of things somewhat separate. Uh, so, so we use different platforms um, for those. Uh, email, I get way too many emails. I, I could probably significantly reduce uh, the emails that we get, but I mean, I have them set, you know, we have a new sale come in. We have, I have like uh, support notifications coming in from the support forum because I like, you know, seeing those sometimes in email and I can scan through stuff really quickly. Um, I usually, check email throughout the day. I, I try to only do it maybe once, like an hour. I know some people are like, only do it once during the workday or maybe twice at the beginning and end of the day. I usually check it about every hour, but if I just have my email sitting up, it's gonna be like way distracting because there's yeah. constantly stuff coming in. But yeah. I love yeah. to clear my email out like before I go to bed. Me too. And like I'll just- My app has like, a, it gives you this pretty screen when you get to the index zero Dude, and it's so nice. lovely. That's awesome. I, yeah. I like that. It's like help scout when you, when you clear a, like a box yeah. or something like that. You get the screen. Like, well done. <laughs> very, very rewarding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so to me, you know, before I go to bed, just having that clear, uh, which sometimes yeah. has a counter effect because then if I see something that like concerns me, I'll like, it'll be 10, 10 at night and I'll be like, I'm going back to the office to yeah. like take care of this right now. Um, but definitely first thing in the morning, get your inbox clear. And to me, that, that helps quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of email, some email hacks, if you use G suite, um, using filters and, and stuff like that can be huge productivity hacks. Uh, for example, like Corey mentioned, I get a ton of emails too, uh, from, uh, customer support stuff on the product side, uh, sale notifications, stuff like that but I filter those out of my inbox, but I don't mark them as red. That way I know what's new. So then at certain points in the day, I can go into those um, filter boxes, whatever you want to call them. And then, you know, do a quick scan and look at whatever's new. Um, and so that um, has been tremendous. Cause like, for example, like I'll have um, different freebies out there that, uh, Divi users can download and then gravity form sends me a notification and I, and I like to see that, but it's like, do I need to see it in my inbox? No, I 
and filter those <laughs> out. And there's some that like, I, I, I keep archiving and I need to filter out. Um, cause I like having them there, but I don't actually need to see them in my inbox. And so I need to follow my own advice and create filters for those. But, um, basically filtering out anything that like you still want to get the email for, but you don't necessarily need to see it right away, yeah. um, can be a huge productivity hack. Cause even if you just, you know, it just takes a second to go and archive it or delete it, whatever, like those seconds add up. And so, and it's distracting you and it's pulling you mentally away from whatever it is you were, you know, trying to get done or, or whatever. So I think finding ways to kind of optimize your email inbox and stuff like that, um, can have tremendous productivity benefits. Another one I forgot to add, which is my friend, is my phone. So my um, Siri is my best friend. <laughs> well, he, he's my boyfriend. I made him a boy. There you go. Um, and does Siri's your husband great. know about that? Yeah, he does. He's very <laughs> jealous. Um, and so I use Siri a lot for reminders. So if I'm out and about and suddenly I remember I need to do something for a client or if someone like Facebook messages me, which is like, why can people not send an email? Frustrates me. But anyway, people like Facebook message me. As soon as you've read it, it disappears and it's gone from your brain. So I use Siri a lot to just say, remind me at 9.30 tomorrow, whatever. And so then it just pops up on my computer because I'm a whole Mac system. It'll pop up on my computer. And so I can see those things. And it just allows things to get away from my brain. If I'm not sitting right at my desk where I can write it down or think about it, I use reminders a lot for that purpose. You can even do things like remind me when I get home. And then when you get home, it'll pop up as a reminder. So I'm yeah. sure Google has a similar system. And I think there's a lot of like psychology behind that because you're not going to do it right now. You need to be reminded later, but like yep. you're like giving yourself permission to stop worrying about it. To forget about it, which because is the same theory around snoozing an email. Like you get it out of your inbox, you know, it's going to come back. You know, you're going to deal with it, but you don't need to see it and think about it. You don't need to leave it like till Thursday sitting in your inbox, staring at you and like, you know, going, oh, you need to look at me. You don't need it till Thursday. So why have it sitting in your inbox till Thursday? Yeah, yeah I, I try to do the same thing with notifications. I, I use a couple of things, uh, meetings, anything else, anything like that. I usually set like a, cal like a calendar uh, appointment and Gmail. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm usually, I, I have it to where it also syncs with my, um, with my Apple iPhone calendar. Um, but I'm usually at my desk, like, you know, during the week, rarely am I not. So I do that. So I try to set every appointment for tasks. I, I have a subscription to set app, which, which is pretty awesome. There's a lot of yeah, me too. little apps in there. Um, I, I think all of us have, that. um, I think I got you guys all onto it. Probably, <laughs> well, I got yeah. David onto it and then he told everyone. Yeah. I think in orange County, like I, people were talking about it and I, yeah, David got it and I got it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, for, for appointments and calls and things like that, I usually use like the, um, the Google calendar and then for tasks, I use, um, good tasks within set app. And nice. I just try to have like, you know, little reminders pop up throughout the day. And, um, but yeah, for me, just trying to log everything as it comes in is more productive than like not doing it. And then in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, what am I forgetting? Right. And that can yeah. be really counterproductive because then you're like going back through your emails or like trying to remember yeah. like, you know, um, little things and, um, yeah, you know, the older I get and the more chaotic my, my life gets with the kids and stuff, like the less my brain functions, like remembering every little detail like it used yeah. to, but I still like remember way more for work stuff than I do like 
home stuff for some reason. My wife's <laughs> like, how do you remember like all these things for work and you like forget to, you know, get like a loaf of bread when I sent you to the store for a loaf of bread, you know? Yeah. <laughs> one, one so thing... write down your grocery list too. So. Oh yeah. I, I just have to say that someone gave us a thumbs down. So that's fun. While uh, we're on, uh... <laughs> is there enough proactivity hacks in there? I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that um, I was reminded of that I think is a, a good productivity hack is every once in a while doing a like notification audit. So we all have oh, like yeah. smartphones or smart, I just hit my microphone, smart watches or whatever. Like there's a million different things that are sending us notifications. And uh, like there's randomly will be things that I'm like, why am I getting a notification for that? Like, like some dumb game reminding you to come back and spend your unicorn diamonds, you know, or some stupid your crap like that. Points. Yeah, exactly. And so That's like going through and, and disabling those notifications. Cause like yeah. a notification is another way of saying like, like interruption or distraction. And yeah. so if you're getting notified by apps that you don't need to be getting notified by, it's just going to throw you off and, and decrease productivity. So um, I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole zoom bombing security thing, but that's actually what's happening right now. <laughs> I just zoom bombed y'all. <laughs> Don't show us any provocative videos. Boom. Me. Yeah. If you're only listening to this, I'm totally naked right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'd then, say the uh, same, we will, scare away I, listeners. <laughs> I don't want to lose the notification thing. So before we like come to Steph and give her a million hellos, um, I <laughs> turned off notifications for Facebook and it just about changed my life. Yeah. And uh, like, it felt like I couldn't do it because we use it for work and all those things. But honestly, it just was the best thing I could have ever done because I do have work stuff in there, but I also have a lot of other crap stuff in there. And it just was taking attention and time. And I was in Facebook multiple times a day. And all of a sudden I go in once a day at the end of the day and like deal with stuff. And, you know, maybe you don't have the luxury of that because your business is really on Facebook. But for me, I've, I've had my emails turned off for a long time, but turning Facebook notifications off, I reckon it gave me back at least an hour in my day, every day, just purely from those like, you know, one or two minutes throughout the day that I was continually looking at my phone at Facebook because there was a notification and I had that, I need to get rid of the red dot. And so therefore I would go in and then I'd get distracted and do something else for a few minutes. Um, yeah, that was a like a hundred percent. I know emails came along a long time ago, but it was a game changer turning off notifications for pretty much everything. Like even my emails, I, like in my phone, I just, I will choose to go in. I don't even have the red dot on it because yeah, I don't want to do that pull. And, and the smartwatch, I ended up not mm -hmm. wearing my smartwatch anymore. Did you? Regardless of how much I tried to manage notifications, like I would just get irritated. Like something, something about it, like vibrating on my wrist and it's like so distracting. <laughs> and I realized it was causing like so much anxiety for me for some reason, you know? Yeah. So I just ended up like, just not, I don't wear it. I'm, you know, if I'm out like hiking or doing something like that, I'll, I'll wear it, you know? But yeah, um, yeah I just thank like, you for I, saying I that, Corey, because I've been wanting to get one. And I think you just saved me 400 bucks. Yeah, uh, you can just I, honestly, I, I was going to say a productivity that productivity tool for me. Like, yeah, I was going to say mine changed my life product. for the positive. Ah, oh, crap. And <laughs> I look at my I look at my phone yeah. less yep. since I got it. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's how you manage it, right? Driving like I have all notifications. It's good. But sitting at my desk, like it would drive me nuts because yeah. you'd get a notification. Uh, I'd get a notification on my Mac. I'd get a notification on my watch. And it was like 
driving me mad. So who does this? You get a notification or you get some like, oh, I have to do something on my phone and you pick it up. and You're like, oh, I have a notification. Put your phone down. Oh, crap. I needed to do that thing. And you pick it up and you're like, oh, there's another notification. And you do that and you set it down. Oh, my God. I still have to do the thing. Like, oh, yeah, like 10 times a day. And I think I'm an insane person. Yeah. By the way, hi, guys. Good to see you. Hi. What did I miss? What what, what's your productivity life? hack for showing up to Jimmy Chat on time? <laughs> oh, snap. Ooh, I'm just messing with you. Ouch. Yeah, no, I didn't think I was going to make it at all. I just said I wasn't coming, and then I couldn't I know, resist just popping in to say hi because I haven't seen Corey Jenkins in like 100 years. Yeah. You, you <laughs> missed you, bud. You, 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 I missed you. Yeah, you couldn't make the uh, week before last when I was on. Um, I know. Yeah. Don't take it personal. Yeah. I took it totally personal. <laughs> so there's some physical, we're coming towards the end of the time and there's so I many know. things I want to still talk about. Um, we need to come to kind of like Divi type things, but uh, one thing I want to talk about was water intake. And then I guess along that lines, we talked about sleep, but we haven't actually talked about sleep. So yeah. physically, I think there would be a few things to talk about, which is I find when I drink water throughout the day, if I can get at least three liters, if not three liters a day, it is huge in terms of my energy it makes a huge difference i've just started i've been kind of out of the loop (laughs) we're all like i've been out of the loop and so i've started making myself i'm not allowed another hot drink because we're going into the cold weather i'm not allowed another hot drink until i feel finished another bottle and that's been a really good hack in terms of trying to keep my water intake up Um, because when i drink water i feel more energized i actually need less coffee i'm craving sugar less when i don't eat sugar then I don't have those crashes. Like it's all intertwined. And I think if you can drink, drink, drink lots of water as a start, it will have the onflows to other things, which I don't want to steal them all. So do you guys yeah. want to say some other physical See, things? See, to me, that's less productive because then you're constantly getting up and using the restroom. have to go pee. Well, that's true. Yeah. But yes. that's good for your eyes. So <laughs> it's I had an eye eyes. test recently. It's, it's good for your body. Like the Apple Watch has a reminder to stand up for at least a minute every hour. Yeah. Um, and so I mentioned, Corey mentioned how he, his Apple watch was ruining his life for me. It's like changing my life with the positive, not just for the productivity stuff, but also like, I, I actually like follow the workout stuff and I have like 350 something days of hitting all of my workout wow. goals every day. And nice. so That's like, amazing. I like, I like live by this thing. And so that leads me into like the whole exercise component, which is daily exercise can do tremendous things for productivity as well as just overall mental oh, and physical God, health. I hate exercise. <laughs> yeah. Here's, yeah. The, here's the trick. Ready? This is the trick. Tell me. Start small mm-hmm. and yeah. be consistent. Because what right. people, everyone tries to do is they're like, oh, I'm going to go run a mile when they haven't Ooh, ran in I, I don't 15 years. <laughs> and so it's like, no, no, no. Just do a 20 minute walk. Right. That's all you do. And then you just Can it, do that. Could it be 10? Yeah. If you need to. Yeah, yeah. it could be 10. I just get so yeah. bored. Consistency yeah, the standing, beats like, intensity. Like me, Podcasts. Um, I, have, I have a standing desk so I can like sit. I try to start my day off standing and then alternate throughout the day. It's hard for me to like do podcasts and stuff when I'm standing. So It um, is bad for your body to sit all day. I got this um, yeah. new Neely chair, which I was oh, thinking nice. I was going to start using on Divi chat. And nobody could see it if you're just listening, but it's really cool. It's a, it's a little wheelie, oh, nice. wheelie. Oh, look at Tim's vanishing. <laughs> Tim's standing at the moment. I think that's <laughs> There he is. There he is. Yeah. yeah so for me, like, I, I try to, like stand and like 
maybe just go inside the house or like walk around the backyard for like 10 minutes every yeah. couple hours, play with my dog or something. Um, it is good. Just do a little stretching, do a little down dog. Yeah. Some, I've some started doing dogs. my walk at the end of the day, although during ISO with the kids around, I may switch that up a little bit, but I went and saw a nutritionist recently. And one of the things she was saying, to, like I often have was having a glass of wine at the end of the day to kind of break up work to cooking and home mm. life. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, is there something else you could do to break up? Like, could you go for a walk? And I was like, oh, it's a bit stupid. So I started going for a 15 minute walk. So like, and slow, not exercise. And, and just not... put your wine in a to-go cup. That's right. <laughs> Sippy cup. As I go. Um, no, but as, here. Yeah. like just Camel to back. break up my day, it's not fast. It's not about exercise. It is about getting outside the house, getting that fresh air. And I know a lot of people talk about doing it during your day so that you can kind of like get a boost to keep going. And I think that's a great idea. But for me, what I was needing help with and maybe I need multiple walks a day, but what I was needing help with was my brain was so in a rush from the work day. And then I would go straight into dinner and it just felt mm. like, like everything just felt overwhelming because I was work, work, working. And I then could see how that could make you be like cranky mom too. Like, yeah, it's it not just, the best it wasn't good yourself, for anybody. It, yeah. So I was using wine as a way of managing that. Um, but then after I started going for this 15 minute walk, it just, it meant that I could still do it if I wanted to, but I didn't feel like I needed something to help me break up. Now it's home time because Timmy's we don't have that very serious home. technical difficulties. Right now. I don't know if these are even technical difficulties. His microphone has just completely. <laughs> That's non-technical difficulties. That's like yeah. that a, it's a very mechanical difficulty. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't think- even. We're, I'm just going to hold it because we're almost done. So yeah. How does that even Good happen? I, have the same st- I, don't- I don't understand how that this happens. This happens to me like probably twice a month. No, <laughs> once every what? two months. <laughs> Sarah, by and the way, I, up your day is my point. I, I heard you at while I was just checking in in the chat and saying hi and that before I decided to jump on. But I think you were the one that told me about setup. Mm. And and I, I agree setup, with the last things I heard. Yeah, it's great. And um, I use ClickUp for project management. That was the one! I couldn't remember earlier. And I'm (laughs) trying and trying to do better at it. My business partner, Tom, has been on board with it for probably a year now, and he's been trying to get me on it. And it's just, it's not that I was unwilling, it's just sometimes the conversion is tough. And now I've been really forcing myself to do it. And God, it's so good because I was guilty of putting like a million different things to people like tasks in what are you laughing at Corey I'm laughing at Tim still I, just I, still, know, just I like that he's still holding it where it would stand <laughs> if it was on. I know you should well, just it, carry it around like you're part of doing it is a concert. because it's still attached to the arm and so oh. I have to like hold it close to it I think guys don't you think this should be a 90 minute episode <laughs> Just so you can keep holding it like that. Yeah. Does this see how strong Tim's arms are? Well, we still have more things to get through. That's the problem. I know. Yeah. I'm so I'm so bad at productivity. It's so difficult for me. I and part of it is like my brain sometimes feels like an absolute pinball machine. I don't. It's like a little bit of an ADD situation. Like I don't know if that's what it is or if it's just stress and being hectic. It's like you just can't. Oh, to just pick one thing to work on, which is very unproductive. Yeah. To bounce around. 
You know what else is unproductive? If you have to hold your microphone. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. While you're doing everything. Yeah, it's it hard to multitask. Really to type. Yeah. Which is. leads me into my next point. Multitasking yeah. is the killer of productivity. I know. Everyone thinks yeah. they can multitask, but really what you're doing is rather than doing two things, you're like doing uh, like half of a thing and then a half of mm -hmm. another thing. And then it just ends up taking way longer. And so like get rid of multitasking. I say that, but I don't practice what I preach and I'm it's working tough. on it. It's really it's tough. It's tough for people. And like, hey, I mean, we're busy and this is something that I'm super guilty of. Tell me if you guys do this, you sign, you go to sign in to do something on a site and it's like loading, loading. So you're like, oh, let me jump over here and send this quick message while that's loading. And then you, then you like come, 20 minutes later, you're like, oh yeah, you go back to it. Well, it's already signed you back out again. So you sign in again. You're like, okay, that's loading. Let me go over here and do this other thing. And the, like, when you have you done that? Like, where you do it multiple it, times it in a like row? You need to optimize your your sites or use a different host, Stephanie. It's not working. <laughs> but like, if you're signing into your banking, oh, or I got 20 like minutes while other, it's loading. I'll go. <laughs> not 20. No, it takes like 20 seconds. But I'm like, oh, I can't just sit there. I have right. to go do something else. And then you're gone 20 minutes. You know, like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, I I've definitely yeah, done that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I uh, probably do the same thing. Another uh, thing we, we kind of been bouncing around, but um, coming back to like I mentioned how like having a separate space where you where, where you work exclusively and so not working where you relax, not working where you sleep and not like, you know, hanging out where you work or whatever. Uh, I think another thing is is having kind of structured time. Now, obviously like deadlines come up, like major things happen where like you get away from that, but having kind of a general, like, you know what? I yeah. stop my day at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., whatever. And then try your best to not think about work because that will help you relax and unwind and be able to sleep, which then will make you more productive and kind of getting into that routine. Because a lot of people, it's like, oh, you work from home. And so like it, your work day kind of bleeds into the night and then it's like, oh, you're working from the couch while also watching TV. Which is how we all started, dinner. right? Like right. in the beginning, yeah. didn't we all do that? We just worked 24 hours a day, like really yeah. unproductively, like half working because we felt like we were working 24 hours a day. So therefore like you're kind of really unproductive and hating it and like, Ugh. but when you actually shorten your hours and make yourself yeah. work during that time, you actually can relax and switch off. Yeah. yeah. And that's something and, and mentally, mentally it's what that. you do when you're starting your company up and you're trying yeah. to get business and you're, you know, scared of, you know, I can't pay the bills. Like I think mentally it helps you feel better. Like, Oh, well, you know, I was at my desk for 14 hours today. When in yep. reality, that's like really counterproductive and um, you know, yeah. burn you out. And so on that, the best thing I did to get over all of that was I started time tracking. So I did start, I've tried so all sorts of apps. I'm currently using timing, which is with setup. So yeah, it's you know, good. I, decided, I like it. I think you need to find the one that works for you. For me, right. I need an automatic one. So I need one that automatically does it. And then this one's really good because you can teach it over time. Like whenever I do this task, automatically attribute it to whatever. I found it super, super useful. The best part about it was when I first started, it showed me just how unproductive I was. And so I couldn't lie to myself anymore. I couldn't say, yeah, but I was sitting at my desk for like 10 hours yeah. because when I looked at it, I had only done like four or five hours of actual productive work. And I've also got it set up so it splits between this is paid work and this is admin work. 
And so being able to see how much time am I spending on admin versus how much time am I spending on stuff that brings in income. And then at the end of the financial year, being able to give myself like a report kind of like being able to say, well, this is how much time you spent. So therefore, based on your income, this is your actual hourly rate of how much you mm -hmm. earn. That was really helpful for me. But the biggest thing was it gave me targets. 42 cents so an hour. Yeah. yeah. So it gives me targets. So each week, because I've got kids around and they're at school and, you know, I give myself goals of a certain amount of productive hours per week. And that's what I'm trying to work towards. And that has been the most helpful thing because it helps me go, well, actually, I can still get that whatever it is, 25 hours of really productive time in in a quicker amount of time, if that makes sense. And therefore not have to work as many hours if I'm more productive with my time. So it actually was a really That's like what the four hour work week was thing. sort of that yeah. whole concept. Yeah, the, the of rel like... relative income type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and with the kids yeah. being at home at the moment, I'm actually using that theory of when I make my task list at the start of the day, if I can achieve that by 2 p.m., I'll stop at 2 p.m. Like normally I would then go, oh, well, I probably should do this other thing. Or, you know, I I'd, I'd just keep sitting at my desk because that's what you do. You sit at your desk. Mm -hmm. But because the kids are at home and they really want to have me around, my goal is if I can get a, get my set stuff done, I'm allowed to stop once I get it done. So that's incentive to try and just be as productive as I can so that I can stop sooner. On a side note, a lot of people in the chat are mentioning how they are watching Divi chat while they're doing other work. <laughs> <laughs> which is not very productive go do some work people you, you can listen to it on itunes and spotify later no i'm just kidding no it's well it's awesome i mean that so that brings up a point though that when you're working it can be very there are certain tasks you can do while you watch other things so there are some jobs that are super boring and to get through them and to make yourself do them watching some netflix while you do it is actually the most productive thing you could do because mm -hmm. it makes you sit and do it but for the most part, for me, I find sometimes I can listen to podcasts depending on the task I'm doing. Some, like most of the time, music is the very best thing I can do. Yeah. And doing it with headphones, like big headphones is the very best way I can do mm -hmm. that. So finding the music that helps you, that inspires you, that gets you going, is really helpful. And knowing when it's not time to listen to a podcast or it's not time to watch YouTube or it's not time to watch Netflix, but sometimes it is right. And knowing those times, I think, can make you more productive. Yeah. yeah for, I, I know for... Tim's a big Justin Bieber fan. So he's uh, <laughs> going to listen to his uh, Spotify playlist for productivity. Yeah. Bieber? Exactly. That's who you went with? <laughs> um, no, actually, what I was going to say was I listened to Justin Bieber later, like off yeah. time. Yeah, while you're cooking but... dinner. Yeah, exactly. Time to, kinda, yeah. Um, time, to let, time to let loose. Yeah, exactly. But what I was going to say is I actually can't listen to anything. I wow. like music You're a silence, man, silence, any type of music. I just find distracting like classical or like peaceful piano, like that type of stuff is the best, but I find it's, I, I'm just better without it at all. So yeah, nice. I, I like it's need just it. personal preference. I, I, I need music, it to be able to concentrate. Yeah. Podcasts are out. I can do music mm -hmm. and still be productive, but a podcast where I actually have to like listen and I'm trying to like, yeah, for uh, me, it's absolute silence or feature films. The pianist movie. The pi I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the pianist. Oh. There's this really good YouTube. This is a family um, show. It's a family show. Corey. 
I listen to, well, listen, I should say it's on YouTube, but it's like a music and it's this live stream called Lo-Fi Hip Hop Radio. Oh, I like that. I love it. Amazon has a Lo-Fi Hip Hop channel. That's good. Amazon Prime. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I like need the static to keep my brain on one task. I need like, I need something, which is a weird thing. It doesn't have to be white noise or st- I don't mean it like literal static. I mean, like I need something, something. like yeah. if I it's am, if it's quiet in my room and I'm doing, I get like, uh, what, you know, I get all like twitchy and I, like, I need something else to help like fill the, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But what's weird is, as I just mentioned silence when I'm at my home office, but however, if I go to a coffee shop, like I don't put in headphones and just the background noise can be really productive, but only if I do it every once in a while, it's like the change of scenery and then being able to just have some of that white noise and like almost like subconsciously listen to people's conversations. Like somehow. (laughs) Yeah. The the, the change of scenery. Like, I mean, when things aren't on lockdown, like, like they are right now for me is important. I mean, I used to try to like once a week, like, go to a coffee shop or if it's the afternoon, I might go to a microbrew like down the street, and, like have a beer and just like do some busy work, knock out some stuff at the end of the day. To me, that's like a little reward thing uh, to yourself just to get out of your home office. I always end up talking to people like too much. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> too chatty. <laughs> I make like friends people. and I'm You're like, like David. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like not super introverted, but yeah, I'm not a huge talker. So I, I'll go and like maybe have a little bit of small talk, but I, I can actually get work done. I don't talk to anybody show. at a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> David's famous story of how he got into web design was he was working on one friend's blog as a favor. And then he was working on it in a coffee shop and it managed to get a client out of that because he ran into someone else and started we, we, talking. We still have that client. I do the maintenance on their site. Like all these <laughs> That's awesome. funny. So it's yeah, D- David goes to a coffee shop and he comes back with like four more clients. <laughs> yeah. So I know we didn't get into the technical stuff and I think that might warrant another episode and uh, sure. these are all kind of crossovers. I think like the side that we went on more to the lifestyle uh, is helpful for people who've been kind of thrust into working from home maybe and they're and they're not used to it um so we're going a little over an hour here does this warrant we uh, alluded to sleep so we need to we need to answer that one yeah i think think we can do like final thoughts kind of sleep and uh, if we go a little long then you know that's that's productive people will survive (laughs) yeah everyone's working while they're listening anyway i know i like it I'll, (laughs) i'll dive into sleep for for my final thought um so having a sleep peen is really Sorry, what? for a what a sleep routine a sleep routine oh I'm i thought really... you're being sarcastic no i really didn't know what no you it's said. just glitched it glitched oh, as okay. you said routine oh uh, gotcha teen. i'm like i don't know what that is okay sorry. yeah so having a sleep routines meaning like you go to bed at roughly the same time and you like get ready for bed in the same way and it like mentally prepares your brain to go to sleep so like for example like i've been doing the same thing and i have this routine to where like when my head hits the pillow like i'm asleep within like a minute um and part of that too is like i don't work in bed in my bedroom and so it's like my brain knows this is like where i sleep type of thing and so um that's crucial and so by doing that like you sleep better 
And therefore you can actually wake up early because you go to bed at a decent hour and then you can just be more productive. And so that's why I think like sleep and productivity go like so hand in hand. I also think though that you need to be realistic and honest about how your body works because yeah. I am a true night owl and every single book on productivity talks about going to bed early and getting up early. And that does not work for me. It gets me so annoyed. I want so, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to write the book about night owl productivity because 10 o'clock, my brain clicks into gear. Like I'll be tired all day and then I'm like, boom. And my, I'm, my mind is like so productive and focused yeah. at, late at night. And so I have done like these crazy sleep schedules as I've talked about on here before where I'll sleep like a chunk at night and a chunk in the middle of the day and then work at night to get like the maximum productivity out of my body. It's like but it's biphasic it's, sleep. Routine, yeah, biphasic yeah. sleeping. Yeah, it's really tricky and you have to be really like solid about doing it like you can't do it some days and not other days but you you have to like commit to doing it for a while and but i am the hands down the most i've been thinking about trying it again because i feel better and i do better it's just inconvenient because you have to be like and not a lot of people understand when you're like at two in the afternoon you're like okay i have to go to bed for three hours <laughs> like it's just a tough <laughs> sell you know yeah. but like really i i sleep less in total and my brain works better in total. So it's like, it's really more productive. It's just culturally difficult, which I think like yeah. um, larks, like early morning people are so much, are so fortunate when it comes to productivity because just societally, it's not really widely accepted. I had a client that called me at like 8.30 and I start, I start, my official work hours start at 10 and the past couple of weeks, I don't know why, if it's just quarantine or I've been working later, I don't know what, I haven't been starting till like a, more like 11. I've been working till like three in the morning also PS, but like you got, you laugh. Like I say like, oh, it'll start till 10 or 11. And people yeah. are like, oh my God, they roll their so, eyes. So, so you don't get the worm is what you're saying. Like the early, the early bird. Early bird. No, I don't. I yeah. thought, but at night you have the tequila. So yeah, <laughs> could. All right. Yeah, well, I, let's I just get this out there. But, but no one my... should listen to Stephanie's nonsense. Bad, <laughs> bad habits. That's like Kramer's Da Vinci sleep. If you go watch that Seinfeld episode. Yes, uh, it's the best. So, but I, but hey, that's what works for me. What I'm saying is, yeah. don't force people into your schedule, Tim. No, that's Work true. Yeah. Be productive However, according to your own circadian for, rhythms. For me, yeah. and Tim's going to be there. Sarah knows what I'm talking about. Like I have no great sleep routine because. Every night is like, you know, as much as we try with kids and stuff to get them on a routine, yeah. there's a kid waking up in the middle of the night or like pee in the bed or yeah. something yeah. happening. The dog's barking for some reason. So I'm like, I sleep terribly. I'm like notorious for yeah. not, not sleeping. And, but my biggest thing is like, no matter how tired you are, even on days, like I got a good night's sleep after lunch, I, I take a nap and it's not like a long nap and I don't even necessarily even sleep a lot of times. I lay down and have quiet for like 15, 20 minutes. And sometimes I'll sleep and I get sleep like five minutes and feel like totally refreshed. And unless I power do nap, that, I don't do it every day. Yeah. Power nap. I don't do it every day, but it makes me so much more productive in that like final stretch of, of the day. So if you but if listen, you this is what I'm talking right about now, with the sleep shaming. Everybody wants to say like, you should just get up early and power through your day and go to bed at night. No, like that's how your body works. Like Half yeah. the world takes a siesta, oh, I, I, but yeah. in this I'm country, not, it's like, if you say you take a nap, 
You're like, yeah. what are you, 80? Like you, yeah, it's, it's like you get shamed for it. It's a US thing. Yeah, my, uh -huh. my friends like, you know, who have regular jobs and stuff, they're like, oh, I wish I could like, you know, right. you know, take a nap during the day, you know, slacker and stuff. And to me, mm -hmm. it's like, Pink. It, it's productivity, you know, in the second. If I could be the most productive, I, my most productive times are probably 2 p.m. onwards, which is really frustrating. Like just straight after lunch is when I'm most productive. And that's frustrating because my kids finish school at three. And so I just get in the swing of things and then I have to go pick them up. And it's really frustrating because if I could choose, I would work those times and then probably even do some night time as well. But that doesn't work with my family and it doesn't work with mm -hmm. our lifestyle. And so sometimes you just have to make sacrifices and accept the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily right. going to work. If you have the luxury to work out when you are the most productive and to work in those times, go for it. If you don't, you might have to like just kind of make it work and just reschedule when you do certain tasks. So I know I'm going to be really good on a solid project straight after lunch. And that's a good time for me to plug in. That's when I will do those things. Doing little things then is just not getting the most out of myself. I'm better off doing those little things earlier in the day um, and then doing a big chunky thing straight after lunch. So I think just reworking things can help as well. Hey Tim, how's um, your but, hand? Um, is it numb? <laughs> I'm about to do a literal <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> um, on the sleep thing, what, one thing I wanted to recommend was um, I use my Apple Watch to track my sleep. I love stats. Like, I know mm -hmm. I'm the biggest geek, whatever. Um, I love stats and I track my sleep. And it does mean I need to charge my watch during the day, but I do that at my computer. I, uh, um, <clears throat> I do an app on my phone. I tra I've been tracking it for years. Yeah, it's so I find it really helpful. Um, and I have worked out over time certain things that if I do them or have them during the day, I'm talking alcohol and sugar mostly, they will impact how much deep sleep I get at nighttime. And if I get more deep sleep, I actually need less total sleep to be able to function well the next day. And then that rolls on, you know, so I find that the sleep stuff, if I, it actually gives me motivation to choose not to drink or to choose not to have sugar during the day, because I know I will have a better sleep, which means the next day I can work better you know, and it's this roll on effect. So I think tracking your sleep can actually give you, again, information. You don't have to do it forever, but if it gives you information and helps you understand your body better, you can make different choices that then can impact your sleep. And like the other guy said, when you feel rested, you're going to work better and you're going to be more productive. You just are, and you're going to crave less and... crap food and, you know, it's going to be this big cycle. So sometimes starting with sleep is better off than starting with anything else. Boom. Boom. Well, guys, I think we're going to have to gonna have to wrap this up. Uh, we've been going uh, hour 10 plus. Man, minutes. it's flown by. It only feels like it's been 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> funny that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So my two favorite takeaways were John Cooper. Initially, I just saw in the chat, said lock up your cats. That's his productivity. <laughs> I don't have a cat, but I can imagine yeah, that helps. And then Tim's second breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so all right guys well uh thanks to everybody for for tuning in um who can rattle off real quick the places to to listen to this uh itunes oh, spotify uh, leslie used to be any podcasting app pretty much any podcasting it. app yeah uh, you, all you know, the places and, and then you the, can uh, the android podcasting apps and we're on all that and you can go to um oh and the uh, what's the one that was broken it's now fixed 
<laughs> if you weren't, if you're having trouble listening before, you can listen now. <clears throat> did, I, did I fix um, it? Was it that one, the Android? No, uh-uh, another okay. one. You can also go to ratethispodcast.com slash DiviChat. <clears throat> Excuse me, on your device, your computer or your phone or whatever, and it'll take you to where you can rate us in the apps where you use us. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Or not see you. We'll Hopefully you'll be listening. To you'll see. You'll us. see us. You'll see us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone. Take care. Bye guys. Bye -bye. Adios.